Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Old Navy's kicking off the holidays in style with 40% off everything. That's right, everything on your list is on sale now. Get 40% off every pair of jeans, 40% off all sweatshirts and all hoodies, even 40% off all outerwear. Get 40% off all the holiday gifts they want at a price you want. 40% off everything at Old Navy and OldNavy.com now. Hurry in or miss out. Valid 1114 to 1119 excludes gift cards, today-only and two-day-only deals, gift of the week, clearance, register lane items, zip-zap stuff, and jewelry. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You steal your car without thinking twice. Stop the party, hide your shit. Fell in the hell tonight. Whoa! Fell in the hell. What's up, fool? Podcast. That was Voodoo Glosko's with the intro of the song. Check them out at VoodooGlosko'sMusic.com. We're here with Rodrigo Torres. Hey, what's happening, man? Rodrigo in the house. What's up, fool? Podcast. Sidekick status. So we're right here, man. Um, thank you very much for everybody who listens all over the world. We got two people in Afghanistan listening. We got 19 people in North Korea and um, a couple of people in Southgate. <laughs> and we want to give you guys a shout out for listening and subscribing. And if you're listening to right now, notice that it's free. So please subscribe. This is all free for you guys to listen to. Um, so this episode of What's So Food podcast, we have a guest, but before we introduce him, we're going to talk about it, say some things about him to let you guys know who he is, get you have a picture of him in your head, so you could uh, absorb him, take him all in, sort of say, peak. So, um, this will probably be one of our first episodes of Hollywood Dreams, you know, how people come here to Hollywood, you know, looking for that 
for that something, you know, whether you come out here. Because everybody comes to Hollywood for some type of hustle. I don't care what it is. And me, myself, I go to Hollywood a lot, you know, um, Hollywood Boulevard since I was a kid. I've been taking the bus to Hollywood. Me and my friend Damon Nixon. I don't know if I want to say his name. Damon! <laughs> we used to catch the RTD bus. And we used to hang out right there on Yucca. I think it's called Yucca by the Gower Gouge. I don't think it's there anymore, but they used to have karaoke there. And we used to just catch the bus there, bus there when we were in high school just to watch prostitutes. I mean, they used to hang around there by Denny's. Over there on Sunset and La Brea by that Wi-Fi place. I don't care what you put on Sunset and La Brea, whether it's Wi-Fi or whether it's a full restaurant, pimps are going to show up there. And that corner always been the spot. You know, When I was a kid, it was just prostitutes. But now that they have Wi-Fi, pimps be logging in hoes now. You know, you could really... You could really log in there, check your, your Facebook, and find a hooker right outside. Or you can have the hooker meet you there because there's usually a, a funny man. Like the pimps now in Hollywood, they, they're, computer, they're computer savvy, man. Craigslist. Though, uh, for yeah. real. Like, you real, uh, they'd be like, how did like, the girl, I don't know, man, but that's what holds down. We used to go to Hollywood a lot and... Hollywood Boulevard, if you have never been to Hollywood Boulevard or never hung on at Hollywood Boulevard or never wanted to be an actor or just be part of that scene, you will understand this part, man. But just a part of Hollywood Boulevard, it's like a magnet, man. No matter what, you don't want to leave, man. You just want to be a part of it. Even every time when I get off the bus, I start walking down Hollywood Boulevard and start looking at the stars and start noticing that one's missing, mine, you know. And I just want it there, you know. I always think about a way. How could I just get some gold letters and just leave it there and hopefully nobody will notice? <laughs> or I remember one time I wanted my name at the comedy store, me and Gabriel Iglesias, another comedian, you know, and we were going to hire somebody to paint our names on the wall. You know, we were looking for somebody that could um, steal, that, that could, um, you know, how do you say that word? Jack. That could. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I was like, that could have fake a signature. Uh, forge. That could forge. forge. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave the other part out. I can forge <laughs> a signature. <laughs> and, Forgery uh, lesson. And um, so, when you've been to Hollywood, Rodrigo, you've oh, been yeah. there, like you love it. Hollywood dude, Boulevard. Hollywood attracts scandalousness and like cool shit at the same time, dude. But the time that you've been there, did you like it? Did you like, did you like being there? You don't want to leave? Oh, I always have fun, dude. Like, from, like, being there when you're showing up in 2001 at the comedy store to, like, hanging out at Amoeba, dude, like, last week. And suddenly, like, my dad hated that place, man. <laughs> he never took us there, man. It's so. a special little place, man. It's grimly and uh, fabulous at the same time. Dude. Yeah, so getting back to Hollywood Boulevard, I was watching this um, documentary called um, Superheroes of Hollywood. Okay, my bad. I've been saying the wrong word, but nobody corrected me. Okay, <laughs> confessions of a superhero. Maybe I don't want to give that director a shout out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't, maybe I don't want to give him a shout out since 
Nobody got paid after at the end, and <laughs> this like movie this. It ended up going nowhere. Nah, like, this movie is on Netflix. You can watch it right now. It's called um, "Confessions of a Superhero." Yeah, yeah. It's a good documentary by a guy who is on Instagram. I don't know his name. You know his name? Matt Ogins. Okay, Matt Ogins. <laughs> it's spelled O G E N S, and he directed and wrote "Confessions." Of a superhero, and for if you guys watch the movie, there's a lot of characters in there. There's a Superman, a Batman, a Wonder Woman, and there's a Hulk. Fool, there's a Hulk, but the Hulk, you know, was the one that um, out of all the characters who I thought was the least craziest, <laughs> <laughs> or somebody. They're not all cra- they're not crazy, but you know. That's like I told you, man, Hollywood just gravitates, man. There's a pool, you know. And I wouldn't say crazy. I just thought most interesting to me, you know, because he showed he's he from he seems to know LA more than some people do, you know. And so I thought it was interesting to to get to know him one day. So one day I'm in Hollywood Boulevard and I'm at this shop, and here he is. The Hulk shows up, and I say hello to him, and we talk, and he's telling me how crazy it is now out here at the at the Hollywood Boulevard. Because I remember one time, man, I saw Chewbacca get arrested by the police, and it felt like a scene from Star Wars. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, man, I think that Chewbacca was a Mexican. His name was Chewy. Nah, I'm just kidding. All right. So... <laughs> Our guest today is that person, Mr. Joe McQueen. Yo, from Super up? from Confessions, Confessions of, a of a Superhero. And so we're here with him. Hello, how you doing? How you Joe? doing, guys out there? It's Joe Hope McQueen. Glad to be here. And you know what, fools? We're gonna have a good time because your boy Joe Hope McQueen's here, so that's all good. That's right, Joe the Hope McQueen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I, I did a lot of research about you, more research about you than that movie Exposed. You know, um, right, right. So I, I, I ran into, I ran into Batman also at the. Oh, he, he was the City Walk. He uh, was working security. I don't know his name, right? Max. Max. I don't yeah. know his name. I just said Superman. No, I said Batman. It was Batman. Yeah, it was. I said Batman, and he was like, he just, he was shocked that I recognized him. He said, "Shh." Oh yeah, yeah. I'm working undercover. That's you know. That's so, him. <laughs> so we said hello, and I took a photo. And he does look like George Clooney, if George Clooney let himself go. Oh yeah. <laughs> George Clooney. If, Joe Clo- if George Clooney would have drank, had a welfare oh. check in the welfare office, you'd be like, "Wait a minute, that's that's George Clooney, the welfare <laughs> office." George Clooney, if he had polio, dog. No, <laughs> George Clooney, man, if he drank Ocean's Eleven. Oh man. Nah, man, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. So, so you came out here. When, when you when did you say, you know what? I'm packing up the bags and I'm coming to Hollywood. Well, okay, this is what happened. The year was 1991, uh, springtime, and I was just like, you know what? I want to express my talent somewhere because if I'm making people laugh like this in my own hometown, man, I know I can really make them bust in Hollywood, you know? So, Where's hometown for you? 
North Carolina, Virginia area, like the borderline. The Charlotte? Uh, uh, no, well, more like Norfolk, Virginia. You know, mm-hmm. that was the home base, you know, my grandfather's town. So I left there, but originally from North Carolina. And um, I just was like, you know what? I got to find a way out to Hollywood. You know, if I got this bug in me that's just ready to come out, I can't do it in a small town. So, you know, I have to let it happen, you know. So next thing you know, uh, I figure out how to get a bus ticket. I'm like, man, Greyhound bus tickets got $99 deals, huh? Round trip? Oh, no, one way. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like, hey, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go hardcore. You know, I can find me a little gig if I get bored and ready to come home. I can always get me a hustle going and get that bus ticket back. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. So I sold my Super Nintendo for the Greyhound bus ticket. Got that bus ticket. How many games? Just the system. That's how hot it was. You know, Super Nintendo, you know, just now started coming out. So it was a hot item. And my boy, you know, this was his first time having a trading store. This is, you know, before eBay, DVD, you know, eBay yeah. and everything. And so it's all VHS and comic books. So I was like, hey, man, you know, you want to buy my Super NES? He's like, sure, for what? I was like, hey, man, I'm going to Cali, man. My talent's got to be seen right now. So he was like, well, if you think that's going to get you there. I was like, hey, man, you ain't seen the commercials, motherfucker? It's $99. You know, it's like, come on, man. You can't beat a deal like that. It's like, Hell is it, no. Is it round trip or one way? I was like, yo, dog, I'm going hardcore style. It's one way. It's like, yo, man, I hope you find your success out there. So I sold him the video game system, man. Got that uh, 99 bucks. I went straight like three blocks to the Greyhound bus station. Paid my man the, the money, got the bus ticket. I was like, damn. I looked at the bus ticket. I'm like, damn, I'm going to be on this bus a long motherfucking time, man. I mean, I'm looking at ticket stubs, man, like 12 of them. I'm like, damn, I'm going to be on here for like a week. Huh? <laughs> you know, like, I think I'm. 12 know, stops? Yeah, man, it's probably longer than that, man. I mean, you're going on a bus cross country from the southeast all over to the west coast. Uh, you know I went through some shit. <laughs> and you never uh, left Norfolk before that? No, I never did. Uh, this was my first time actually leaving on my own, you know, at 15, you know. You were 15? Yeah, I was like 15. Lewis and Clark, but without Clark. Without Clark. <laughs> <laughs> how, how was that trip? Well... Now, this is an exciting experience for a teenager because this is doing the Rodney King thing. You know, we knew about the beatings and everything, but I had no idea what I was in for. So I called myself trying to be a good sportsman, be a good family person, and go visit my sister because we're like the yin and yang. You know, we bump heads. You know, we don't see one another because of my industry feel of the arts she's not into that thing so she's against me but we were bumping heads on the phone before I left and I was like hey I'm leaving I gotta go Hollywood's calling me she's like no 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 don't go don't go don't go I'm like wait a minute I gotta go I gotta follow my dream so she moved to Texas Fort Worth so I was like well the bus is gonna be going through Texas let me be a good brother and stop by and just you know, squash all the madness and leave on good terms. So I try to leave on good terms. This crazy bitch going to try to keep me there and enroll me in school. Now, I know about Texas. (laughs) 
They do not like brothers in Texas. You know, anything that's darker than in, in uh, chocolate or, or one of them Snicker bars in Texas, man, you know, you got to be look out because them boys down there, when they yell, yee-haw, they ain't coming to dance. They coming to hurt you. So, man, I fell into an experience of racial profiling. This is my first time ever dealing really hardcore with this. So we get to a uh, town in um, Fort Worth. First of all, I go to try to see my sister, finally see her. She tries to keep me there in Texas, and I'm like, wait a minute. Nuh-uh, this is not happening. You know, I'm, I'm going to Hollywood. I got an interview set up. I got to get there. You know, this is big for me. She was like, well, how are you going to go to Hollywood with no education? I said, oh, don't worry. They got education out there. Probably got it good, too, because I know I can experience a lot of education for the craft I'm trying to do, you know. So she looks at me, and she's like, you're crazy. You need help. I might have to put you away. I was like, Oh, now you're going way too far. You know, you done went from trying to put me to school to put me in a loony bin because I want to be an actor and shit. Let me get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, she went from one institution to the next level. You know, like, you know, wait a minute. I'm not a crazy person because I want to follow arts. I mean, it's people that didn't graduate from school that's billionaires and shit. They're up there grabbing old ladies' social security checks and they ain't even get past ninth grade. And I'm like, look at these people, man. You want to judge me? To make a long story short, I leave her. I hide I hide in Fort Worth for like an hour because she was trying to find my little skinny black ass and try to get me locked up. So I hid in like the most dangerous hoods in Fort Worth, Texas, where I know her conservative ass wouldn't come. So I hid out there for a minute, and I went back to the bus station. Got my bus ticket, took it to the bus uh, driver. I was like, here, sir. Here's my bus ticket. Uh, where's the next bus leave? He's like, we'll leave right now. Let's go. I was like, oh, okay. That sounds even better. So I get on the bus. I sit down in the seat. And I look in the corner of my eyes into the bus depot. And it looked like my sister was in there. So I was like, oh, shit. So I ducked down in the seat. And some old white lady was sitting in the back. <laughs> and she was like, who are you hiding from? And I was like, nobody, lady, nobody, nobody. And so I didn't think nothing of it. So I just, you know, sat back in my back seat and I was just, you know, kind of just chilled. And the bus driver was like, we're going to be heading to Big Springs, Texas. So I just sit back and relax and enjoy the show. <laughs> so I was like, enjoy the show? What's he mean by that? So I went on to sleep, didn't think nothing of it. So I'm, you know, hearing all these voices like, you know, like, what's going on, you know? So I wake up. And we're the we're at like it's pitch black. I mean, no street lights, no nothing. I mean, dark, darker than than soot. So next thing you know, there's a Mexican sitting next to me on the bus. So um, he he uh he um taps me on the on the on the shoulder, and it's like, hey Holmes, uh, all the police said all the black men get off the bus right now. I said, waffle. He said, no, I'm not trying to offend you. Nothing is real. See, police right there looking at you. I said, oh, shit, he is. What, what, what's going on? So the cop comes to me. He's like, hey, boy, uh, get your bags and stuff and get off the bus. We got to ask you some questions. I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck's going on? So I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm all shaking. I'm getting cold sweats. I'm in a, a strange country town I don't know about. They found my weed. Oh, now nah, I'm on that then. But anyway, 
Um, next thing you know, they go through all the brothers that was on the bus. <laughs> I start seeing the brothers getting back on the bus. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm the only one that's not on the bus yet. So they're looking at my IDs and everything. It's like, hey, uh, were you in Fort Worth, Texas? I was like, yeah, officer, why? Well, uh, two black males robbed a bank and shot two people, and you fit the description of the guy that we're looking for. And I'm like, oh, hell, this don't, this ain't sounded too good. So uh, I'm like, officer, if you look at my um, ID card, it does say Virginia. You don't see no Texas ID in there, do you? Well, how do you know you might not have thrown it away? Are you invading escape or something? I was like, no, officer, I'm on my way to Hollywood, California. I got a job interview lined up. I'm a, I'm a comedian, I'm an actor, and I got to get out there so I won't miss my job. It's like, well, we're going to be the judge of that. So I'm like, uh-oh. So my heart started beating a mile a minute real fast, like, like a damn Uzi going on. So I'm <laughs> like, damn, what, what's going on? So, you're talking, don't make me angry. You don't like me when I'm angry. Well, I wasn't even thinking about that right then, yeah. man, because I'm like, wait a minute. It's black, it's pitch black, and... All these white officers is here, and they ain't looking too happy either. So as I seen the bus driver give a nod to the policeman, he got back on the bus, closed the bus door, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, wait, what, what's going on? It's like, no, uh, sir, uh, put your hands behind your back. I was like, sir, I'm telling you the truth, officer. What's going on? We'll be the judge of that at the police station. I'm like, police station? I'm being arrested? He's like, yes, sir, you're being arrested. Oh, hell. So I'm like, um, uh, officer, what are the charges? Uh, we'll handle that down at the station. So I was like, where's the station at? I oh, was right around the corner here. Oh, damn. So I get in the car. If this station was right around the corner, why would you didn't walk? I mean, that's how close this damn place was, man. Like, right, Kitty, I mean, you can jog around the corner and you hear the police station. This town was so small that the police uh, is the mayor, the mayor is the fireman, the fireman is the the uh, baseball player and the coach. This is how damn small this town was, Big Springs, Texas. So they get me into this this jail, and I don't think I've seen it all. I mean, this jail was so damn small. If you tried to run, they'll pull your ass back with a fishing hook. If someone was fishing a line to try to get some fish, you'd probably be the bait. It's so small as damn places. So this officer was so racist to me, man. I thought I was a goner because, man, he called me every sort of nigga in the book there was. I mean, I ain't even heard the words he was calling me. I Django. was like, so, like yeah. <laughs> like, Django, nigga. Well, you said he was everybody. He was a fireman, the chief. Oh, yeah, airman. man, he everybody owned everything. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he owned everything. It, I felt like I was in a uh, MGM Looney Tunes film. I mean, serious. So anyway, One of those Lucy episode with the vacuum oh, changing oh, hats. Oh huh? yeah, like Remember that episode. That? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I was, or or feeling like you in an episode of the Twilight Zone no. where everybody's white and you the only black man around. Like there's no <laughs> other. Now that's some scary shit right there. <laughs> but anyway, these guys did not believe my story. I even swore on my granddad's grave, man. God rest his soul, William E. Ridley. I'm glad you raised me, man. Mason there, you know, for World War One veteran. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, man, you know, they didn't believe me. It's like, yeah, boy, you're lying. We don't believe anything you're saying. So I'm like, hey, I got to get to Hollywood. Hollywood's calling me. 
Now, I know if y'all were looking for a killer and a bank robber, they wouldn't be wanting to go to Hollywood. They'd be trying to find the next border somewhere, so they wouldn't even be caught. Or go to Germany somewhere, go over to fish out one of them boats somewhere. But anyway, he didn't want even want to believe me. So next thing you know, damn, I'm stuck like a roach on Saturday night calling up on the wall. Next thing you know, they give me this long green jumpsuit. Wasn't orange, wasn't blue. It was green. Like I'm wearing this green. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, wow. I guess the Hulk's really following me. That's my favorite color. I love that character. I wish I could be the Hulk right now so I could bust the hell out of this jail. I'm pissed. They they they, they, they stricken me on my rights. I was like, Joe Hulk smashed this jail. <laughs> so next thing you know, they put me in this jumpsuit, this green jumpsuit. They didn't even have mattresses in this jail cell that's going to put me in. So the cop was like, hey. Hey boy, we gotta get this mattress so you won't be so you can be comfortable. I said, Well, I don't think I'm gonna be staying that long, officer. I ain't gonna need no mattress. Didn't you hear what I said, boy? Help me pick, carry this thing to your cell. I said, Oh, okay, sir. So I'm like, Yeah, you ain't gotta lynch me now. So, you know what I mean? I'll do anything you want. Just don't I don't wanna feel like Emmett and Till in this thing. You know who he is, don't you? It's like, don't get smart with me. I said, like, oh, okay, let's get this mattress. So I get the mattress, put it on the cell jail bed. I was like, damn, this 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 mattress is harder than the cell. So the, the cop looks at me and is like, you better be glad you're getting comforts at home because you don't want to know what we get like when we get out of line. I'm like, oh, shit, well, I better keep my mouth closed. So I pray to God, right? Next thing I hear is, Fee, five, four, four. I smell a little nigger on the run. And I'm like, whoa, now who is that? So I'm like starting to get the shakes. And I'm like, damn, who is that? So I'm like, hey, who is that said that? It's the, hey, it's the guy in the other cell. I was like, damn, somebody else is in here with me? I'm glad you ain't in here with me in the cell and you on the other side. All right, good. I ain't got to see you. So I get another call. And he said, where's that uh, black kid at, Joe McQueen? Tell him to come on back down. I was like, wow, that sounds good. Come on back down. Well, at least they say he stays his black ass up there. So I'll come on back down, man. And uh, they were like, we're going to let you make your phone call. And I was like, for real? Oh, well, I'm about to be saved. I looked it up there at the, at the sky, and I was like, God, you my man. Next thing you know, he's like, uh, you got anybody you need to call so we can verify your stories adding up? I was like, yeah, man, you can call Norfolk, Virginia. It's like, Norfolk, Virginia? Man, that's a long ways. I said, hey, that's my only alibi I'm going to have. Grandma ain't going to lie. It's like, oh, you was raised by your grandma? It's like, yeah, I was raised by my grandparents, man. It's like, oh, okay. So they call my grandma. She picks up the phone. I was like, oh, wow. She's like, the cop was like, Hey, you have a grandson named Joseph McQueen? She was like, yeah, that's my grandson. What he did now? Oh, no, he didn't do anything. It's what he might have did, but we're checking out his story. Did he leave from Norfolk, Virginia last week? She was like, yeah, he left on the Grand Bus Station. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Oh, okay, well, as long as you said he left from Norfolk, Virginia, then I guess we have to let him go because we... Thought he was involved in a shooting and in a bank robbery. She's like, oh, my, no, my, 
My Joes don't do nothing like that. He don't even have a criminal record. So I was like, oh, okay. All right, ma'am. Thanks for your time. So these assholes finally let me go. But I was mad because I was like, wait a minute. My rights were stricken. Can I sue? So I'm trying to act all big time. I don't know how I'm about suing nobody. So I just wanted to let it be known. Hey, guys, you know I can sue you guys, right? But I don't want to get on your bad side. So I need to get back to this bus station. So I catch the nearest bus headed to Hollywood because I need to get out of Texas. It's like, oh, yeah, man, because if we can mistake you for uh, somebody robbing and killing somebody, imagine what's going to happen if you get through El Paso. I said, well, wait, tell me something. How long does it take to get out of Texas? Oh, two more days. I was like, damn, well, I'm staying my black ass on the bus. I'm not getting on it. I'm going to have to put a cover over me so I can hide. And he was like, oh, don't worry, Mr. McQueen, you're going to be all right. But I was scared, man, because that's my first time dealing with something real like that. You know, they could have said, oh, you're the guy we want. Just to, you know, mess with, but that just shows you how spiritual I am when it comes to something like that. I kept my, my cool. You know, I didn't, you know, get them upset, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But So finally, you know, I get to Hollywood. And, man, I was so happy, man. But I was kind of scared because I got here at night. And I'm like, oh, damn. I know about the blood and crypts. I hope they don't mess with me out there. You know what I'm saying? So I get to Alameda. I I didn't I didn't know there was a Hollywood uh, bus station on Vine Street in Hollywood. Oh man, if I would have known that, I would have went right to Hollywood. You got off right there on Seven Alameda. Yeah, see, man. I grew I grew up in those projects, Pico Aliso. Pico, oh. That's my hood. You're you're right there. I was right there in your yeah. hood, man. And that's a crazy bus station right there because if people don't know that bus station he's talking about, a lot of inmates get released from oh, that from yeah. that Greyhound station. And there's drugs and pushers and hookers waiting to spend that prison money. They oh have. man, there's it, people who don't make it out of that bus station with no money. With huh? No, mo- oh man, and I'm glad my black ass only had a dollar fifty to my name. And see, I started bus talk- fare. Yeah, yeah, but hey, I was hungry still. I ain't eat nothing, so I'm here in a new town, and it's getting dark. And I know I feel like a sense of something in the air that's not feeling right. You know, like somebody's mad at somebody. And I'm looking at all these black folks walking down the street. And they just got mad written all over their face. Like, even me mugging you. Like, what you looking at, huh? I'm like, oh, shit. I don't want to make him mad. So I'm like, damn. So I go to McDonald's on Broadway. I have my bags and stuff. I walk all the way down and find a McDonald's. Across the street from Grand Central Market. Right, right there. I get in there. I sit down. And I'm like, man, what am I going to do? I got to find a spot to rest my head, but I can't sleep outside. So this brother was sitting across from me eating a Big Mac, and, you know, just checking me out. And I was like, hey, brother, can you tell me how to get to Hollywood for me? And he's like, yo, me trying to get to Hollywood? I was like, yeah, man, I just got in town from um, Norfolk, Virginia. He's like, yo, I'm from Hampton, Virginia. So we click immediately. You know, he let me know what was what. Yo, what's up with Cali, man? Let me Give me the scoop. He's like, yo, man, you ain't got no place to stay. I already take it because, you know, you knew here. You you know, you just told me you here I'm from Virginia. It's like, yo, man, I ain't got no family. No, I don't know nobody. I'm naked out here, brother. What's the scoop? How I get to Hollywood is like, yo, man, you're going to take the number two or number three. You know, it's going to let you right there on Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard. That's going to hit you right there. I'm like, yo, 
uh, how do I catch the bus? It's like, yo, man, you don't know what's going on? Yo, man, shit, stuff's up in the air because of the Rodney King verse. You know, it's, it's, it's getting ready to come in. And everybody's in the uproar. And I'm like, well, yo, where's the shelter? And it's like, yo, man, bump that. You need some food? I get you some food. I'm a TV repair man. You come chill back with me with the TV repair shops. I was like, oh, okay. So we shoot the stuff, man, you know, and, you know, hooked up, went back to the TV repair shop. I was I was blessed, man. Was that in downtown? That's downtown, Mr. man. Mr. Lee? Nah, I forget. Was that owned by an Asian guy? Nah, this oh, was okay. a brother, you know, right. straight old school Mr. brother, Jackson. man. Mr. Jackson. Because they used to be a Mr. Lee in downtown that fixed TVs, too. Oh, okay. Well... I know this dude look like Mr. Brown, but yeah. anyway, yeah. <laughs> this guy, he, this brother was cool, man. He, 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 he led me into his shop, and he was like, hey, uh, 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 Mr. he called me Mr. Joe. He's like, yo, Mr. Joe, since you ain't got a place, I'm going to let you kick it here tonight so you can, you know, get your situated, get your mind right, and then in the morning, I drive you to Hollywood, you know what I'm saying, so you ain't got to, you know, go through no BS and whatever. So it's like, hey, brother, man, that's a blessing. So, yo, but don't check, check it out. If I get you some food and stuff, if you leave, you ain't going to be able to come back in. So if I get you the stuff, some food, get you, you know, straight, you be straight. I was like, cool, all right, no problem. So everything was all good, but the verdicts was coming in. I'm like, uh-oh. You know, what time was it? Um, well, this is the next day. I don't get to that part. Because this is the strange, this is the funny thing that happened. I'm waking up to bottles and shit being thrown. So I'm like, damn, what's going outside? on? Outside? So, yeah, outside. So I hear all this commotion, and I'm like, what's going on? So I kind of rose my head, looked out the window a little, and, you know, I've seen some brothers, like, with sticks and stuff. Like, you know, they kicking stuff down. So I didn't think nothing of it. So I laid back down, like, oh, they probably on crack or something. Probably having a crack <laughs> attack or something. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm like, oh, okay, so I nodded. I get the nod back, you know, get my last little bit of sleep before it get really break, daybreak. So next thing I hear and see is shatter a glass and a TV flying over me. And I'm like, damn, what the hell's going on? So I turn around, and, man, it's all these black folks running my way. And they're like, move, move out of the way, move out of the way. Man, they stick to the Rodney King, man. They're going to tear this place up. I'm like, whoa, 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 man. This is my homeboy shop. Man, don't, 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 don't store nothing. Don't, don't break nothing, man. I don't even, I'm, this don't belong to me. It's like, move, brother. If you ain't going to tear some shit up, we're going to tear some shit up. I was like, no, man. I was like, oh, shit. So I grabbed my belongings, and I got the hell out of that dude's store. And I didn't think nothing of it, man. I started seeing everything getting destroyed. I look up at this guy and I'm like, damn, this is LA? Apocalypse. I feel like I'm in a danger zone. Like I'm like I'm in a like like a movie or some shit, man. So I'm seeing people starting fires and shit. And I'm like, damn, Joe McQueen, welcome to LA. And I'm like, I got a big smile on my face because I'm like, I, this shit is hyped me up. Like, damn, I gotta find a bus. Let me get on a bus. So finally, I'm waiting a bus stop, right? And this lady's crying, holding her kids. And she's like, oh, no, please don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I said, ma'am, I'm not going to hurt you. I got like five bags. This bitch done thought I done looted or robbed somebody. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to get the bus to Hollywood. Oh, okay. So we see the bus coming. The bus driver's got a look on his face like this. 
I'm like, damn, he'd already done felt the pressure now. So he's like, come on, brother. If you're getting on the bus, you better come on now. I said, hey, man, you going to Hollywood? He's like, yeah, man, you better get on the bus right now. Come on, I'll take you there. I was like, oh, man, thanks a lot. So I got these bags. I was like, oh, shit, what's going on, man? He's like, yo, the verdicts came in, man. They stuck it to your boy Rodney King, man. Oh, what? So that's why everybody's in the outrage right now. So, man, I'm like, oh, shit, damn. So we get to Hollywood. I'm like, yo, man, just drop me right on Hollywood and Vine, you know. And he's like, yo, man, you get to Hollywood and Vine, man. I hope you find what you're looking for. I was like, man, I get to Hollywood and Vine. I'm like, oh, man, it's chaos in Hollywood. So I'm like, oh, man. So I am got five bags I'm walking with on Hollywood Boulevard, all this chaos going on. So I see Woolworth and all that down the street. I'm like, oh, damn. I was like, Popeye's. Okay. So I look at Popeye's on Kawanga and Hollywood Boulevard. Right. So I see nothing but black folks in this place. So I go in and sit down. And I'm like, yo, brothers, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm new in town, man. You know, I came out here for the acting game and everything. And, you know, all the old school players and pimps, they up in there talking about getting a record deal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, man, I'm going to get this record deal. Yo, you out here for the acting, huh? I was like, yeah, man, I'm out here for the acting. It's like, yo, man, that's cool. That's cool. Yo, man, check it out. You know everything's up here. It's up in the uproar right now, man. Where you staying at? Yo, man, I was like, yo, man. I'm basically homeless, man. You know, it's like, yo, is there any shelters out here I can stay at? It's like, yo, brother, you came at the wrong time, man, man, because, man, this is about to hit the fan. You already see what's going on right there. And so we look across the street. Here come the National Guard. Damn. <laughs> and they go in Popeyes with M16s talking about there's going to be a curfew at 5 o'clock. So if I were you guys, I would go home immediately. I'm like, oh, snap. I'm like, hey, excuse me, Mr. Military Man. Um, what happens if you don't have a place to live? Just don't let us see you outside. I was like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm screwed. So what I figured out is I go up Sunset, right? I leave Popeyes. I go up Sunset. I'm seeing fools looting and everything, man, from... From Ralphs to everywhere. I'm that, like, oh, damn. So I see a... That uh, silo didn't have a chance. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, brother, man. Yo, check this out. I see a hardware store, you know, like, 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 um, what was it at the time? I think it was uh, HQ, I think it was. So I go over to HQ. I was like, well, shit, since I don't have a place to stay, nobody can tell me where no shelters is. I'm a country boy. Let me get a tent. So I go in, I go in HQ. Everybody's looting in there. I steal me a tent. And I'm like, yo, man, I know the looters ain't going to go up in the damn Hollywood Hills. I know they ain't going to go up there and loot no rich person's house. You know what I'm saying? So since the country man I am, I'm headed for the hills. So I go up there, man, with this tent. And I remember how to put this tent up, man. This shit was funny, man, because it's been a long time since I went camping. So I lost all of the camping skills that I needed because I was so damn nervous. I'm like, helicopters flying over and shit. I'm like, oh, damn, they're going to feel my body heat. Or one of these rich people going to see me up here. So I'm like, yo, this is, this is, this is epic. I'm like, I'm up in the Hollywood Hills doing the Riding the King rides. Black, skinny, teenager, black man. I know somebody see me. They going to go, ah! And that would have been it. But it was cool. This young couple was there. I could see they I could look down and see their living room. 
So I tried not to get caught, tried not to get caught. I was so damn nervous, man, hearing all these helicopters and these sirens. And I'm like, yo, man, I hope I don't get caught up here. Because I know if I get caught, the first thing going to think of, oh, he's up here trying to steal, lose something, arrest his ass, you know. So, But it was cool. It was cool. The one dude saw me from the living room. I was like, oh, shit. I'm busted. Let me get out of here. And I was like, nah, who that? Because if you run, you're going to be known as a suspect. So don't run. You ain't got nothing to be hiding. You you, you just trying to protect yourself. So sorry. So the guy comes out of his place. He's like, hey, what you doing up here, man? I was like, hey, hey, sir. I, 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 I don't want to startle you or anything, but I'm up here. I'm homeless. And I'm just trying to get away from all the chaos. I'm new in town. I've never been to Hollywood before. I'm a starving artist. I'm an actor just trying to make my break in Hollywood, and that's it. It's like, oh, no, don't worry. Uh, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're trying to, you know, lay low, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I showed him my ID. It's all good. He's like, hey, man, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I'm a rock musician. Don't worry about it. It's like, hey, man, cool, man. He's like, hey, you need something to eat? I was like, dude, if you if you had anything to eat, I appreciate it, man, because I ain't, I ain't even eating real good. So he's like, don't worry, man, I, I'll fix you up. Man, he was a real cool brother, man. Now, that showed me right there that something was on the horizon. So the next day, seeing that, it's beautiful seeing the sunset, you know, coming, you know, the sun, you know, sunrise, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's awesome to see it up in the hills. But anyway, right? He comes up, he's like, hey, man, you know, I bought you some, you know, knickknacks and stuff because we're going out of town and we're not going to be here anymore. So I was like, yo, man, well, don't worry. um, I'm not going to be here too much longer either because I'm going to try to find me a spot. So make a long story short, I started going to the youth centers and stuff, you know, and um, that really helped because it helped me find a little hustle, you know. But, you know, I didn't like the rules, you know, like the Covenant House. You know, you got to be in in a specific time, like 6 o'clock in the evening. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's not going to work for me because I got to be at the comedy stores and do my open mic night and stuff like that. And those shows start at 7, 8 o'clock. I can't miss that. I could miss my big break. And it's like, well, either you come and don't miss curfew or you're going to get kicked out of Covenant House. So I was like, well, I guess it's back to the bus benches because I didn't come out here to live in a youth center. You know, I, I came out here to get any business. You know, I'm an entertainer. You know, and he's like, well, have it your way. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be my way like Burger King, baby. And I walked out the door and left. And from like a couple of months went by, and I was just going from bus, uh, bus stop, bus bench, you know, sleeping at Tommy Burgers and you know, just experience the real Hollywood, seeing how um, Jerry Springer would go find his talent for his show. You know, he would come to Tommy's Burgers and find all the sick homeless kids to put up on his show. And I'm like, so that's how it's done. So this motherfucker is coming to Hollywood and getting all them crazy stories. I, I mean, he finding from crackheads to crackhead drag queens that want to fight or uh, want to have a baby with each other. I'm like, this dude is sick. I done experienced a lot. Man, I mean, from sneaking in movie premieres to, you know, experiencing the night for earthquake, you know, a lot of stuff has happened to me out here. And all this I'm telling you basically is real, you know, and it's a blessing because I'm still here today living 
telling you, tell, telling my fans, telling the world, and it makes me feel good because you got to be real with yourself and real with your friends and real with your people, and that's what I'm about. And this story, basically, this is my true E Hollywood story, guys. And this is gonna be my movie. You know, this is gonna be like JoJo Dance. You know, like Richard Pryor. You know, this is gonna be the. This is gonna introduce me into the game. Yes. I think because. <laughs> Hollywood loves the underdog. You know, they love the guy who always gets that door slammed in his face until someone actually sees the real him. And that's me. I mean, Shaka Khan sings the inner song. He's on his way. He's going into Hollywood. He's making it in Hollywood, you know. But, yeah, man, that's that's me, man. When did you decide to just crush that door and be the Hulk? Oh, well, I've always been an incredible Hulk fan. Like, well, the, the journey. Yeah. From North Carolina to Virginia, just coming from school every day, watching The Incredible Hulk on TV was an inspiration because I'm like, that's me when I get mad and throw toys and stuff. That's me when I'm trying to help my girls that I like on the school playground get away from the guys that's chasing them and, and, and bothering them. You know, I'm like the digital. You know, that was me, man, always getting bullied in school, you know. So, you know, the Hulk's always been like my alter ego, you know. So, and and it's a blessing to finally meet the late Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. You meet him? I met Bill Bixby. I got booked on the show called Blossom with uh, Maya Bila. Mila, I forgot her name. I know it. Joey Lawrence was on there. Uh, Blossom, y'all know the show Blossom. Yeah. yeah, the chick with the hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, the nigga lost her. So I was a, a high school student on this couple of episodes, but on this one particular episode, Bill Bixby was directing the episode. Are you serious? And I couldn't believe it. I was like, "That's David Banner. That's Doctor. I got to meet my 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 inspiration. I got to meet him." So I was trying to figure out. How can I meet him without these guys saying, hey, no, no trying to meet celebrities on our show. You know, they, they all big on that. All these ADs and stuff. And you can't be shaking the star's hand when they just like me and you pay bills, sleep in bed, eat like you. I don't know why they make it so special. But anyway, uh, I had to make a way to find out how I can meet Bill Bixby. So I waited till lunchtime because I knew that was the only way I was going to be able to meet this guy. So he was, you know, getting, you know, on his downside because he had uh, caught prostate cancer. So he was at his last stages in life, and it was sad to see. But I found out how to catch him. So I hid behind one of the pillars in the studio and just and just watched his every move until I could, so he could hear my voice. Like a sniper. Almost, almost like a stalker. But that's not my pro, bro. I couldn't stop my man. But I was just, you know, peeping his style so I can get his attention. So I started reciting the beginning of The Incredible Hulk so I could get his attention. So I was like, Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, surgeon for way to tap into the Higgs streets that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And so everybody started looking around. Like, what like, the fuck? Like, who's saying that? Who's doing this? I told you not to talk to him. So next thing you know, I finished it. Searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental odor of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. 
And then he says, you. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that was me, sir. I just got to say real quick, it's an honor to finally meet you, sir. My name is Joe McQueen. You and Lou have been an inspiration in my life for a long time. And I just got to say, you've been a real true blessing in my life. And I just want you to know that. And he was like, really? Hey, man, that's nice of you to say that. And I appreciate you doing that little recite of the Hulk for you. That was real good. I had everybody almost, like, happy because that touched a lot of people that they've never seen, That especially a brother going up to Mr. Bixby like that and actually giving them props like that. They, I touched some people that day. No brothers know. be watching the Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, like he, why you went to the Hulk? I said, yo, he's green. And it, you know, and it, if you like the color of money, you like green, don't you? You should have told him your story about texting to him. Yeah, man, you don't know your big speak. Green is the new black. You know, <laughs> <laughs> green is the new black. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I started rolling that costume, it's like, yo, you know, there's a black hawk on Hollywood Boulevard, and he's famous, yo. Like hell How yeah. How hot do they get in that suit, man? Cause you look pretty hot sometimes. Man, I tell you something. It got so hot one day, I saw hell. I even talked with the devil and everything in my Hulk suit, man. It was shocking, man. I overheated, and that shit came up to 100 and almost 20 degrees, man. Batman had a thermometer. He would always check people's costumes to read the temperature in their costumes. It'd be like, damn. It's like, man, it's like. 90 degrees in your costume. Bacteria is growing in that I shit. I know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting eaten up of my own bacteria. But hell, man, the cash was good. You know, I knew if I make all the cash, I can go see the doctor and get that taken care of. But, you know, <laughs> if I catch any of the diseases in the suit, you know, but knock on wood, I didn't, thank God, you know. What's the most cash that you made in one night? Well, let's see. Did you oh, make more when the Hulk movie came out? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, the, the most I've made in one day on Hollywood Boulevard is $475. Damn. Only because I started work at 9 a.m. that day and didn't leave Hollywood Boulevard until like 11.30 p.m. that night. So it was awesome because this is when it, before it came chaotic. It you guys started small. it, huh? Yeah, we started. We were the originals. Yeah, we you, are, Superman, started the thing, right? Yeah, me, uh, Superman, Batman, all the originals. Yeah, Just two, right there on that spot on Hollywood and Yeah, 2001. But then it got bad. Cause I remember my my fiance Lisa and I were driving, and then she noticed that Spider-Man with no kneecaps. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man with the dirty knees. They oh, like, yeah. It was see, bad. Now, yeah. see, now, for all the tours that come to Hollywood, where I know you have, and you probably will probably will again see these costume characters and I used to be one of them thank the God I retired and moved on to bigger and better things you retired the Hulk yeah I retired brother you know that I feel good too because that 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 makes me know that I've been there and done that and it's time to move on you know I always look at that place like a wrestling federation you know how Stone Cold and The Rock wrestled for all those years and they was like man Hollywood's calling us so you know what? Forget the wrestling. Hollywood pay us more money, and look what happened. So I look at that place like a wrestling league because that's all it was about. I went out there to entertain the tourists and put there for the kids, basically there for the kids, you know. But the Hulk became a real adult attraction. It got bigger, and it just touched everybody there, you know. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be a part of my favorite hero, and I saw the change in Hollywood from – 
you know, seeing Hollywood grow, you know, from being homeless in Hollywood, from seeing all the changes and seeing how Hollywood, I studied Hollywood for a long time and I saw the change coming. And I was like, you know what, if I want to be a part of the new Hollywood, I need to bring something new to the table so it can excite someone yeah. finally, you know, and we did it. You know, it took us a minute. But we did it in a good fashion to give back because we love Hollywood so much. We wanted to show Hollywood that we don't want to chase you. You need to come see us because we have something to offer, even if it's a, if it's a picture with the tourists or if it's working on Jimmy Kimmel, you know, which was fun because you on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that's that's the, we're the guys he would pick on the show that you would see in costume from right across the street because they taped the show at the El Capitan Theater. Yeah. So he would see us every day and would think, you know, what good topics can we put on these guys? So I was the first character on Jimmy Kimmel in 2003 when it first when the show first started. And they wanted a Hulk impersonator because they were going to have Lou Ferrigno on you the show. I, and this was another chance for me to meet my other favorite admirer. I already made the late Bill Bixby. Now here's a chance I get to meet Lou Ferrigno. So I was like, oh, man, God, this is a blessing. I finally get to meet the Hulk. So I had no idea what I had in store. On you couldn't Jimmy recite Kim. the line because he can't hear. Oh, we couldn't. No, Lou Ferrigno, you couldn't recite the oh, line. Oh, well, yeah, because he he's hear. deaf, you know. So I really had to speak up loud because yeah. I knew his story, too. And I was like, yo, my man's deaf, so whatever I say, I got to say it loud so he can hear me. But <laughs> He was cool, man. And guess what? I was Jimmy Kimmel's Ed McMahon, man. Like how Johnny Carson used to have Ed McMahon on his show. Yeah. I was Jimmy Kimmel's Ed McMahon, man. I had no idea I was going to be doing the whole show as his sidekick in my Hulk suit. Bro, this was a, like a, a dream come true because this show, me, I took Hollywood by storm. Skinny black green man being in a cross that door. You know, I'm, I'm here. Open them door, man. I'm like, yo, I'm here, and it was cool because now me and Lou Ferrigno were one on one on TV, and Jimmy Kimmel was like, hey, can't you get this guy a gig on your show, uh, King of Queens, before he drops dead in his costume? And then Lou said a joke. He's like, I'm waiting for, I'm, I'm waiting for, but for like. Ten more seconds to fall over, and I was like, "Damn, Lou said that to me." It's like it was, it was awesome <laughs> because when that came on that night, and my buddy let me come over and watch it, it was amazing because I proved for a long time that I'm gonna keep being in front of that TV, being on in front of a camera somewhere that someone can say that brother's not stopping, you know. And I always say. I'm the last of the old school to make it in Hollywood, which is true because I worked with some of Hollywood's greatest, you know, from George Clooney, from being the first black teenager to get killed on ER in history. This is for real. No, you got, no. How do you get killed? Drive-by? Well, no, nah, what happened was... Oh, was that the episode where you were... Sh your, Chicago it, Heat. A Russian the, dude shot me. Okay, and, and the then Russian, he came look for you in the hospital. Yeah, and a Russian dude looked like Iron Sheik. Yeah. I was shocked. I was like, damn, I'm getting shot by Iron Sheik. You know, it was so funny. This actor looked just like Iron Sheik. But this, it was awesome because I was homeless with this role. You know, like first time, like, like wow, I actually did a real role and I'm homeless. Like everybody's going home to a nice warm bed. 
and I'm going home to a cold ground, you know, in Hancock Park. So I knew justice was served when they say if you have longevity in this business, it's good because it shows your passion on how long and mentally you can take this business. Now, I started in 92, became union in 94, two-year period, and all that I went through from that point on just said I got the eye of the tiger not to give up. And when the Hulk and all that started revamping again and I brought the Hulk character back to life and everybody was like, wow, Joe Hulk's the only workable guy that will have the courage to don that costume and show his true color. And that's like my mascot. You know, that's like, you know, that's like my shell, you know, to like break out that shell and show the real me to people. And when I walk out in the street every day, guys, people be like, hey, I seen your documentary. Aren't you the guy that dons the Hulk suit? I say, yeah, that's me, Joe McQueen. It's like, hey, man, you're an inspiration to me because me and my wife saw that movie, and we were rooting for you the most because you had that eye of the tiger, that, that attitude not to give up. And I was like, well, that's how I am. You know, if this is the real me that you're seeing, you know, and that's what I love about me. I love to share my story with people because if you really want to really want to know how to get to know me, it's just being real, man, because I always tell people in this world, if you can't be real with yourself, how you going to be real with other people? Because yeah. it's just going to bite you back when friends are hard to come by these days. And I've learned a lot out here since I've been out here 20-something years, 21 years. It's been an awesome ride because I've survived all those dark clouds and you hear the stories of Hollywood how it mentally kills people which it does I've seen people I've ran the street with dead or they're in jail or you know they turned into a, a, a drag queen you know they you know had you know sex change and you know it's like I'm not against none of that because I'm a spiritual person and I feel when someone's hurting or I feel when I can hear the negative vibes in my ears saying, You like Give that up. brother in the Green Mile. Yeah. You know, hey, you know. And I miss Michael Clark Duncan, man, really. Right, I man. really do. So, um, you were on, on the Sullivan and Sons? Oh, yeah. I was on oh, the, the last thing you were on? Yeah, I was on uh, Sullivan and Son, man. And, and oh, yeah. I heard yeah. that, um, um, what's his name? Steve Byrne was Steve a fan Byrne. of you from the documentary. Yeah. So you got a lot of gays like that, huh? Yeah, I got a lot of gays. You got this one, too. Yeah, this one, too, which is, yeah, hey, so man. How did it go with Steve Byrne? He was a fan, and how did that go? Yeah, well, this is cool. He found me on Facebook. And for all the fans out there don't know about uh, Sullivan and Son, it's TBS show, and it's got its third season pickup. So check it out. But uh, make a long story short, he found me on Facebook, and he saw my documentary, and uh, I was like, well, let me look this guy up and see his, his resume. So I look him up, and I'm like, wow, this guy's a big comedian. Whoa, and he, he, he wants me on the show? So right there, my head just went, Jim, all right, I got another skyrocket. I hope this can be the big gig I've been looking for. So I, we, we exchanged words on Facebook. Then he gives me his number. I call him. And he's like, yeah, Joe, um, I got you booked on the show. I just called Central Casting. And uh, they're, they're willing to work with you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's perfect. So uh, he books me on the show. I get to the show. And I guess he kind of talked me up 
you know, with the crew and everybody, like, you know who this guy is. You've seen him before. He's the guy that plays the Hulk on him. So everybody already had a warm welcome when I got to set. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So I get there, and I'm trying to be co so cooperative, you know, because I haven't did background in a while. So I kind of a little rusty because I've been getting principal work. So when you leave background work to do principal oh. stuff, you ain't remembering what happened with background because oh, you're so background. in tune. Oh, background, they treat you like shit, Yeah, man. they treat you like crap, so. Hold on, you're not background, you're atmosphere. Some lady told me that. Yeah. She told me I was atmosphere. And that's like being in the air. Oh, you just the whale in the breeze. We can't even see you if you're in the atmosphere. You eat <laughs> after the crew. Yeah. You'd be lucky just to a sandwich. Yeah, a choke sandwich, or bologna and cheese. You know, if you ain't in the union, ladies and gentlemen, for, for people that don't understand the business, you get treated like crap if you're not in the union. But if you're in the union, you get treated like king and queens. You know, you, you get treated with, you get the, the steak and the rice and the beans. And, and if you're not in union, you're going to get the bologna and cheese sandwich. I call them choke sandwiches. But to make a, make a long story short about the Sullivan and Sun show, I want to make this lady understand who she done messed with. This wardrobe ladies. For Sullivan and Son? Assistant. The, yeah, the wardrobe lady on Sullivan and show, the wardrobe assistant. Assent. It's not even, a, you know, she, to me, uh, you like a roach crawling to look for scraps, okay? And you treated me <laughs> like. She carries this. bags. You know, she's yeah, a, She's a costume she, carrier. She's a costume car carrier. And I'm like, listen. Um, I'm wearing the white wardrobe you put me in. Now you're saying I'm wearing the wrong wardrobe in this scene. I don't understand how I'm wearing the wrong wardrobe when I've been doing this stuff forever. It's just like, well, sir, you're, you're, you're not got on the right wardrobe. So I was like, okay. So she takes me out of the scene. Thank God we finished the scene. She takes me out of the scene. She she She's almost like she's trying to bully the Hulk. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that to me. I'm the Black Hulk, sweetheart. I'm known all over the world. You ain't going to put me on front street like this. Hulk smash. Hulk smash. Joe Hulk smash. So next thing you know, she pulls, tries to pull my card. It says, you're acting very professional, and you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, lady, you need to Google me right now. She's like, I'm not Googling you. I'm like, well. This must be your first job because you're not being professional when it comes to who you're working with. You know, you, it's a way you talk to people, and it's a way you have to let the person know. Stay grounded. Stay grounded, you know. So next thing you know, I'm like, you're taking photos of me. If, you, if you're taking photos of me, should you be letting me know the wardrobe I'm wearing so both of us can be on the same page? I mean, hello, I wasn't born yesterday, and this is your job to make you look good. She didn't want to hear it. So she starts saying, no, nah, you're not being professional enough. No, oh, and you're yelling at me? I was like, ma'am, I'm a southerner. I'm from the East Coast. I talk loud. I'm not yelling at you. If I was yelling at you, this whole studio would have heard me by now. It would have been a big roar. So she was like, oh, you shouldn't have said that to me. I'll be right back. So this little thing, she's so tiny. She goes and gets the security. So the security of Warner Brothers comes. And the, and the security lady's like, you have your thing, sir? And I'm like, why? Because you're being escorted off the Warner Brothers lot right now. I'm like, well, does the, Mr. Byrne know this? He's like, no, I'm telling you you have to leave. Oh, wow, this is going to be great. So they escorted me out of Warner Brothers lot, 
a security escort. First time ever, and I done been in this business and rubbed elbows with Academy Award winners, and this dumb bitch done got me an escort to show her wannabe power that she wanted. I wish I was I was hooking up with the real wardrobe lady. That would have never happened because she would have been more professional. She yeah. would have worked with me a little bit easier. She would have showed her compassion, like, oh, Joe, here's what you're wearing. I took the pictures. See what you got on? So go hook that up. You know what I'm saying? But... It's always people on a set that's going to want to show their power to, to a little that they especially think. Especially PAs. Yeah. Especially PAs and, and these assistants and these people that really don't have a name in the game. They figure if they can get a little clout by getting rid of somebody or tarnishing somebody's name, which she did with Central Casting, but F Central, you know, because the only thing they're about is background people. And I'm nobody's background when I've got a movie on Netflix. So there you go, Central Casting. And Steve Byrne, I'm sorry it worked out like that, but you know what? You need to find better talent to work with because, you know, if those people didn't know who I was really, if they said they didn't never heard of Confessions of a Superhero or something, well, they do now because I'm sure someone said, you made the Black Hawk mad? Oh, <laughs> bitch, you crazy. There's <laughs> always somebody like that. Like, I remember... When I was working on Last Comic Standing, and I asked this person, because they, they didn't want to tell me what big comedian is going to show up. Right. Like, right. I'm not allowed to tell you. I'm not allowed to tell you. Okay, can you tell me what person they're going to make you pick up tomorrow and serve him water? Can you tell me that? And she got pissed off. She just wow. walked away. Right, she could have just told me the name. The name or, yeah, or, or the area to, or something. She tried to hold out, try to hold out the name. Like, you're just a PA. I could find out. Once oh. I leave this door, I could find out who that is. You just walk past the dressing room yeah. and see the person's name on the door. Like, oh, just, that's who's going to be here. Oh, wow. The Hulk. Yeah. The Hulk. <laughs> so thank you very much, man. You want to promote anything? Let people know where you're going to be at. Oh, Let them yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, check it out. Tell it right here. Um. Because I'm plugged, Joe, he's finishing the game on YouTube. DeadKansas.com is a movie. Check it out. It's on YouTube, DeadKansas.com, on Facebook, IMDb it. Also, Joe McQueen on Twitter. Joe McQueen. Joe Hope McQueen. Yeah, Joe Hope McQueen. Joe Hope McQueen. J-O-E-H-O. Oh, I'm going to do it again. J-O-E-H-U-L-K-M-C. Q-U-E-E-N, Joe Hope McQueen. That's for my people from the hood who who can't hear the H because it's silent. Yeah. <laughs> Joe McQueen on Facebook. Confessions of a Superhero on Netflix. Like it. Leave a comment. Say, I loved Joe McQueen on What's yeah. Up Food Podcast. Tell the peop- person on Netflix, I heard about this movie on What's Up Food Podcast. I love me some Joe McQueen. I love his story. <laughs> I love his struggle, his inspiration to never, ever give, give up. up. That's one thing you said, man. Never give up. Never you, give up. Because everybody, I know people who would have just, what happened to them on Texas, would have just said, fuck that, I'm leaving. Oh, yeah, but you man. You stood there like I, a soldier. Going I felt, back to North Carolina. I felt like David Bannon in an episode of The Hulk. I was like, you know what? I'm they not going to let these. Yes. It was testing me. You know that what it was? was? It was 
like that dream that they he kept having when he couldn't lift the truck to yeah. save his wife. That was me. That, shit that was me. Haunting her. That haunted me for a long, long time. time. Yeah. That was my fuel. See, that yes, was my fuel. fuel. That was the fuel that, that the Hulk drove me. Yep. And see how real that is, people. When you love something, and you'll take it to that extreme, you'll be on new heights because you finally witnessed something that drove you to do something better in your life and that's what i do every day is oh and by the way i'm in a movie right now a short called dead kansas it's basically killing zombies but we don't call zombies we call them rottens but if you go to deadkansas.com and check out your boy joe hulk mcqueen you can see me in a different light Versus being in the Hulk suit all the time. I got me a feature, re- a real role, man. And, and I want to thank Aaron Carter, the director, for putting this out. We're trying to get all the work we can, all the, all the financing we can. We want to make this project big, Dead Kansas. With a name like that, Dead Kansas, you would think, man, that's a good title. What is it about? Zombies. Y'all Zombies. like Walking Dead, don't you? So when you guys see Joe McQueen walking down the street, you got to tell him, Joe McQueen, I, you made me bring out the Hulk in me, man, and now yeah. I believe. How about yeah. you feel, man? Like, you're very inspirational, man. Like, no matter Thank what, you. man, there's stuff. There's always stuff that's bothering me, and I know now, man, that I got to bring out that little Hulk in that me, little man. Hulk. Always. Let it's that a, fool out. There's a little Hulk in everybody, even in the women, even in the She-Hulk. She-Hulk. You know, it's always going to be somebody that's going to make you Hulk out sometime. But you know what? I'm glad I've kept it under Trump, under 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 minimum rage, you know, because it's funny that I he haven't been in jail yet. Right yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, and I knock on wood. A black green man not having a criminal record, so you know I'm all good, ladies, you know, and gentlemen. You know, and if you ever need a kid's party or anything, find me online. I'm all over the place. You know, I don't mind coming to bar mitzvahs, you know, weddings. I'll come in a whole uh, You know, hey, yeah, I, I do all, all Sweet everything. Sweet 16s. Sweet 16s, graduations. Divorces. Divorces. Quick question, brother. Um, A couple words on black Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, you, okay, yeah, okay, couple, ask, bro, it sounded like you were going to ask a question right now. <laughs> yeah, you want to ask me yeah. a question, uh-huh. brother? Say, no, just a couple questions on Black Man, you're going to change your accent, bro. Make sure it sounds like, like it's it like a question, bro. <laughs> it sounds like a, a little bit about Hollywood. We waited for you to say more. I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, no, just a couple questions on Black, <laughs> Black Hollywood, brother. That oh, well, uh, well, I got, I, well, I got, I got some pointers for you. Here's the thing with Black Hollywood. You don't even hear that name no more. That's so. That's how old that that that, that name is. But you know what? I always say Black Hollywood is here to stay if you're black in Hollywood. It ain't going nowhere. And another point is when you go to different comedy places, don't feel offended or nervous. Because I'm sure I'm, I'm about all races. I, I have no color lines. Thanks for uh, uh, 92.3 back in the day that was promoting the you know, no color line thing. I missed that. Why already. can't we all get along? Why can't we all get along, man? You know, it's like this hard. This, this, we live too, too short in life to be hating. We got to learn how to start loving and building with one, another, with one another instead of tearing stuff down because life's too short to hate. Remember that. Remember, this world's too short. Remember, more love, less hate. Yes, people, that was Joe McQueen. Joe yes, Hulk McQueen. Joe Hulk McQueen. And Rodrigo Torres right here. 
What's happening, y'all? Had a wonderful time right here with the man, the yeah. myth, the legend, Mr. <laughs> Joe, the Hulk McQueen. Yeah. Um, what's your Twitter? Twitter at Rodrigo Torres Jr. R O D R G O T O W R E S J R. Follow, um, check me out at felipesworld.com. Find all my social networks there and tour dates on there. Also, voodooglowschools.com. Those guys do my theme song. Yeah, for my um, for my homeboy, he's a great author right now. He's got out Alice's Bloody Adventures in Wonderland.com. Check it out. You can also find his stuff on Amazon.com. Remember. Horror books? Yes. Oh, yes. This is a book, man. This is a real good book. Alice's bo- Alice, 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 Alice Bloody Adventures in Wonderland. Check out that book. Yes, yes. It's everywhere. You can go to www. Tweet, tweet, tweedleguns.com and Facebook, uh, uh, com slash tweedleguns.com. Check him out, Raul Contreras. I love you, my brother. You're always going to be in my heart, man. I want to plug you. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been there for me like I'm being there for you. That's what friends that was is very about. very nice to you. Plugging. You know, I always try to plug my friends. I want to also. Let us out. Before, you, before we leave, you got to let us out with a Hoke intro. That's oh, going to be our yeah. exit. Oh, That'll be yeah. our exit. Yep, yep. Oh, oh, and I also want to um, congratulate my ex. Um, I got to say, I want to congratulate her because she just had a new baby boy today. His name is Anthony Dwayne Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Julia. No. Uh, but uh, I want to also give a shout out to all my fans out there and everybody who's been following me. You know, I got love for you. There's always going to be love. My name is Joe Hart McQueen. I'm about to be y'all, baby. Peace. Hulk intro. off the holidays in style with 40% off everything. That's right. Everything on your list is on sale now. Get 40% off every pair of jeans, 40% off all sweatshirts and all hoodies, even 40% off all outerwear. Get 40% off all the holiday gifts they want at a price you want. 40% off everything at Old Navy and OldDavy.com now. Hurry in or miss out. Valid 1114 to 1119 excludes gift cards, today only and two-day only deals, gift of the week, clearance, register lane items, zip zap stuff, and jewelry.